0: Welcome to Sheltered, the podcast where we bring you fun and vulnerable conversations that acknowledge the sheltered experiences of our past to better inform our present and future. I'm Taylor Vogel. This is episode number 16 and the second installment of our See No Evil series, where we break down the TV series and movies that we either explicitly weren't allowed to watch growing up or definitely would not be allowed to watch for one reason or another. This week, Shanoa and I will be bringing you some fresh perspective on the 1980s Stanley Kubrick Horror horror film, The Shining. But first, we're currently in the middle of a ratings and review campaign, and we really appreciate your taking a moment to hop over to Apple Podcasts and share a little bit about why you listen. We appreciate you helping us out in this fast and free way. Let's get to it. Joining me for this week's episode is avid tricyclist and twin enthusiast, Shinoa. Hi,
1: Shinoa. Hey, Taylor. How are you? I'm well. How are you? <laughs> I'm just dandy.
0: Are you, uh, you coming off... Off that tricycle, nice and hot,
1: mm-hmm. hot and fresh. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Is that why your rings are always closed on your Apple Watch? Yes, I tricy- <laughs> <laughs> <Avid tricycly. laughs> I I know that we've been talking about this episode for a couple weeks now,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: I'm super excited for it, as you know, because I love the Shining so much like, so much. Mm-hmm. I have Shining inspired art framed in my kitchen it is by trevor wayne it i got it at the oklahoma city museum of art um but it's oh yeah yeah oh and i should also say that in see no evil we are going to be disclosing spoilers so if you're a spoiler free person this is not the place for you but (laughs) um it's that scene where she's trapped in the bathroom and jack has the knife coming through the door but it's replaced with a banana and i laughed when i saw it yeah i laughed when i saw it and i I bought it Uh, and it's framed and it's in my kitchen as any art with a banana should be. So I love it. I love this movie. Um, I I love it so much. And I know that we're going to dive in by talking about a summary and then our first initial impressions. So Shanoa, if you would, would you tell us a little bit about The Shining by reading the IMDB plot summary?
1: I would love to. Thanks. A family heads to an isolated hotel for the winter where a sinister presence influences the father into violence, while his psychic son sees horrific forebodings from both past and future. Jack Nicholson plays the father, Jack Torrance. Shelley Duvall plays his wife, Wendy Torrance. And Danny Lloyd plays their son, Danny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you should have <Chanel. laughs> beautiful a great reading I feel I feel like uh like we're back in school and you're reading aloud from the books again because you always enunciate (laughs) so well when you're reading from something Shelley Duvall should I talk about my experience watching it and then we'll go into your experience yes because you watched it before I did okay so I saw The Shining for the first time four years ago I feel like it was three years ago because I watched it whenever I was in Colorado I just mm. moved to Colorado that mm-hmm. summer and it was that fall and um, I decided to watch The Shining. I did not know really anything about it. I like to go into movies pretty clueless about what I'm about to watch. Like mm-hmm. plot wise, I like to be a spoiler for as possible. I just knew like your general, everybody knows that pop culture stuff. So mm-hmm. I'd seen the scene of Jack Nicholson, like breaking through the door. I had seen that well before I ever watched this. Uh, I didn't know it was based on the um, the Stanley Hotel in Estes Park. Didn't know that. So that was kind of cool. I actually ended up going out to Estes Park and Rocky Mountain National Park the week after watching this. It was just kind of inspired to go for a little hikey hike. But I loved it. Like, I loved it in a very not scared way. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because I didn't, I didn't think it was scary. Like, I, I spent the first part of the movie being mesmerized by how quiet it was and I think that built tension and just like a sense of curiosity with all the Intensive. silence Patience. but all the silence and then like the clips to images without the sound attached to them with like the blood flowing out of the elevators the creepy yes. twits and <laughs> all of that it was like uncomfortable but I didn't think it was scary and so for me that's like where I like to live with horror Mm -hmm. is I like it to be super squirmy and just really uncomfortable and make you think. And this did that. Um, There were certainly things that took me out of the experience and we're going to get to some of those later. I would love to know your initial impressions of watching the shining, which you have only seen. I've only seen it once when you forced me to watch it last year, (laughs) which is still one of my better
1: choices to date. Yeah, I guess. What were your thoughts? Um, Well, I don't do scary movies at all. Like, because my mind just retains it and I will have nightmares, like, for a week. I just can't do it. Very visual that way. So initially, I was just, I mean, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, but it was, like, a couple nights after I watched it, like, we're not great. (laughs) It was okay. It was definitely creepy. I tried to block it out, honestly. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> which on the primary reason for watching this was with you was to make you squirm. Like you're my yeah, friend it that worked. I, yeah. <laughs> it worked. And it resulted in a really great time on my part. Uh, and your most notable quote of us watching a movie together to date, which again, we're going to get to, but uh, before we do that, I would like to know why you would not have been allowed to watch the shining growing up
1: uh, kind of like what i just like what i just mentioned like just scary movies anything like that like because it was con- like evil and just like the content like the themes in it and my mom wasn't okay with me watching it i don't even know that she's seen it but i know there was some stuff that like she and my uncle would watch and like i remember we'd go to Blockbuster and, like, get it. And it's like, I don't want to watch it. And she's like, no, you can't watch it. And so, like, they'd wait and watch it, like, after I went to bed. And so The Shining I mean, it was, it was, was stuff, kind of in that know, category. Kind of, yeah. Well, this
0: movie came out in 1980. So neither of us were alive yet.
1: But Right.
0: So it wasn't, like, a new release. I just wasn't generally allowed to watch any horror mm-hmm. growing up. But I think the primary reason I wouldn't have been allowed to watch this if I were to like frame into anybody's mind was because it obviously involves and it's like titled after supernatural powers that are not God and are therefore clearly demonic. Oh. Would you agree that the supernatural powers in this are demonic? I wouldn't say so. I mean, I'd say like yeah. it's
1: more like premonition, like, or like, you yes. know, because maybe th- Danny is possessed by the Holy spirit.
0: I don't know. <laughs> okay. Maybe that's a stretch.
1: <laughs> Cause what? Oh, prophet. Yeah, cause like yeah. prophesizing. Yeah, yeah. So it's not necessarily. I feel like it's kind of like that same level. Like, no, I wouldn't say it's demonic. There's also
0: naked people in bathtubs. There's also
1: only one murder. Isn't that amazing?
0: When you're talking about this movie, that there's only one murder in it. And also,
1: when the elevator's door open, a flood of <laughs> a flood of blood comes out.
0: <laughs> yeah. So there's like a bunch of visual stuff that is iffy. It's not exactly a godly.
1: Mm -mm. show
0: and it's not exactly like a feel good kind of film by any stretch i did not feel good after i watched it i will say that (laughs) beginning family heads to an isolated hotel for the winter Mm -hmm. which i completely understand there are like roads that are definitely closed off in the mountains Mm -hmm. whenever it snows and gets cold um sorts of things that i never thought about until i lived nearby and chain laws were in effect and how they have to yeah chain like what's a chain law Exactly. there you go like you have to put chains on your tires in order to drive in the mountains on certain roads in certain conditions oh. like legally um and so when they're driving up into the mountains it's a it's a thing now where I'm just like, oh yeah, that makes sense that they would need somebody to reside at that hotel over the winter, be fully mm-hmm. prepped, and especially having gone up to like Yellowstone and seeing how isolated some of those places are. And we should mention that while the overlook is based loosely on the Stanley Hotel, it is not the Stanley Hotel. It's like a combo of different places all brought together. Um, one of which is Yellowstone. So that very feeling of isolation, I think, is like mm-hmm. the scary thing being played upon. But um, Jack Torrance played by Jack Nicholson who we will henceforth refer to as just Jack <laughs> uh, finds out that the previous person in his role murdered his family because he got cabin fever right how you feeling about that plotline right now Shanoa <laughs>
1: <laughs> I definitely feel the cabin fever like I know the first few weeks or not weeks like months which again we're recording during COVID like when things started to lock down like I still had to go to work but everything else was closed so it's basically you go to work you go home and then you're just home the rest of the time yeah and that's like I, could, def- I your... could definitely feel it it's kind <laughs> yeah. of like whenever you and I were or when and Braylon and Kaylee too but like whenever we were in school like we had to dress up on Tuesdays for chapel if I'm forced to I don't want to do it <laughs> You're a little if bit I have a the option up. if I have the option I'm all for it like I can definitely be a homebody but I like to have that option of like oh hey I want to go do this or
0: so you wouldn't want to be a caretaker for a hotel over
1: the winter months not if I can't leave no okay okay fair enough
0: so nice mild conditions of Oklahoma by mild, I mean horrifically extreme, but it always comes back to a balance of Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. It's actually a suitable environment for you. It is good to know. Okay, or the beach. Yes, but not not a wintry place. Mm-mm. I could do it. I could totally like be down.
1: Yeah, because just- you loved Colorado <laughs> in the winter.
0: Yeah, it's gorgeous, and it's like every excuse to stay in and just stare out the window. And if I had a hedge maze to look at, and I could, if I could just type out some stuff on that typewriter, I would have been all about it. Maybe not with Jack Nicholson there Mm because he has the creepiest facial expressions. But I think voice, he can. Yeah, he's really good at that. Mm -hmm. I just wonder about his like day to day life. If people are uncomfortable, I feel like he's somebody that you're just like continuously uncomfortable around, and I kind of like that. So. He shows up. He and his family are then isolated at this hotel. And at first, things are going beautifully. Like, they have enough food. They have all the supplies they need. But they also have a child. Um, And this child is Danny. Danny has a little boy named Tony that lives in his mouth. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> yes. Uh, Danny has a little boy named Tony that lives in his mouth and has visions and premonitions of things that are going on. It's super weird. but. At this hotel, he meets another person who also has the same thing and explains to him that this is the shining and that he is, it's like a gift. And so to use it well. So that's like a thing that's going on. Um, All the while, Jack is going crazy and starts becoming violent toward the family. Mm -hmm. Very, very violent. Wendy is not coping with any of this
1: well. I just had this thought why? Did they name her character Wendy when Jack is Jack in the movie and Danny is Danny in the movie? Why didn't they just call her when why didn't they just call her Shelley? It is based off of the Stephen King novel, so maybe that's oh but I know it was a I book, think... but I didn't know like Yeah. anyway. Sorry, I just had that <laughs> pop
0: up in my head. She makes some choices.
1: Um not very wise. And those choices are to
0: act not always rationally. Mm-hmm. Huge bummer for the feminists in the room. And <laughs> to run around flailing a knife about
1: um, not holding all, it very securely
0: not holding it securely at all all in all um they get into the hedge maze bit when they're running from jack the little kid is smart enough to like cover his tracks like a bunny in the snow and dive through the bushes and uh jack freezes while wendy and danny escape in the snowcat sounds like general overarching thing there are like 30 minutes at the end where all of the action <laughs> happens and there's just like little touches of Mm -hmm. that up until that point but Mm -hmm. it's very quiet until then and then it's just like full force everything Mm -hmm. happens so um, it all
1: comes at you at once
0: That is that it does so if we get into shall we shall we go into taylor's three
1: things yes please i would love to hear your thoughts about this
0: taylor's three things taylor's thing number one uh that hotel can we talk about the hotel and the general vibe of it yes i loved it i thought it was so cozy and like. 70s and I love just the expanse of everything Mm -hmm. um I thought it was a really really lovely setting uh for so many terrible things to happen but I also dig a hedge maze um I liked the way that the sound was used of like the hardwood floors and the rugs when he was riding that trike Mm
1: -hmm. yeah
0: which would be a perfect time um so Danny like rides the trike around all the time and
1: you know because it's ambitions. a giant hotel they're the only ones there why would you not ride your tricycle around this hotel
0: I think it's actually one of the more brilliant moves that anybody in this entire movie makes um, I had
1: a tricycle I'd ride it around the hotel
0: I know you would because <laughs> later toward the end when Chino was watching this for the first time toward the end uh whenever Danny doesn't have his tricycle and he's like hiding in the kitchen and he pops out, and Jack's there, and they start running. Shanoa yelled, where's your track now, kid? Very aggressively. Very aggressively. And it's uh, one of my favorite movie moments with with you. But yeah, I just, I like, the way that it was
1: able to give different levels. I thought the hotel mm-hmm. was gorgeous. Aesthetic, it was very aesthetically pleasing. I will give it that. Mm-hmm. But, cohesive color scheme. Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. cohesive. We love some cohesiveness. That's
0: mm-hmm. really nice. Also, that ballroom.
1: Do you remember the ball? Yes it was
0: gorgeous. so pink. The bar was great. I love a good
1: like dated
0: backlit bar. There Mm -hmm. were there were a lot of things that were so dated visually and I
1: am here for it. I'm I'm very okay with it.
0: Are you ready for thing number two? So ready for thing number two. Sexy zombie. (laughs) Do you remember the sexy zombie? I
1: don't remember there being any zombies in this movie. There were zombies in this movie. I don't
0: that's not like her official title by any stretch but Uh. there's it's it's just this whole sequence that seems very out of place. Um,
1: Oh, I know what you're talking about now. mm -hmm. Okay,
0: Yeah. Danny goes into room 217, which he's supposed to stay away from. Stay away from room 217. There's something very scary in there, which I kind of wish that that had just been, like, left alone. Like, we Mm -hmm. never saw what was in room 217. We only saw the product of it. Um, Because I think, I think Sexy Zombie, like, really
1: distracted me. But, I will say, if you are how old is he in this? Like eight? Seven? Yeah, he's a little baby. Ish. Naked lady would be scary to a seven-year-old. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Naked ladies would, would be s- not. Kids. Would... Yeah. I mean, she's
0: gorgeous when she steps out of the Oh, tub. yeah. She's, she is But to eight. a
1: seven-year-old, that's scary. Yeah,
0: that's true. Um, <laughs> She also, like, straight up attacked him and, like, choked him, which is kind of what sets off some of the tension within the family Mm -hmm. is that um, Shelley Duvall's character blames it on Chuck Nicholson's character. I want to call her Shelley now. Wendy blames it on Jack Sorry. <laughs> uh, and accuses him because he's had some issues with violence due to alcoholism mm-hmm. in the past. So, yeah, room 217, whenever Jack Nicholson goes in there and he sees Leah Bedlam steps out of the tub and uh, is, like, all gorgeous. And then she and Jack Nicholson start making out. And then all of a sudden, she's a dead old lady that he's making out with.
1: Oh, that was a, yeah. That was just that's that was, where you get the zombie from. Okay, Yeah. It wasn't.
0: It wasn't scary to me. It was just kind of like, this is gross. Please stop groping a corpse. Not okay. What's that called? Necrophilia? I, uh, sure, let's go with it. It's nasty. And I'm <laughs> not here for that. So that was like, that was the scene that I was just like, oh, we could, if, if they had just like left it alone. And mm-hmm. I'm sure that it's written beautifully, If I just left it alone. Mm-hmm. I feel like, have that visually there. Yeah, visually, it was like too distracting. Mm-hmm. I don't like everything to be resolved. But yeah, room 217. Um, And the sexy zombie, which I don't think anybody else calls her the sexy zombie, but I'm not a zombie person in general, so.
1: You don't watch The Walking Dead. No. I don't either.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, uh, Third and final thing? Hit me with it. I always forget why this is called The Shining. Like, I I think I've seen this six times now. And I legitimately always forget about Danny, the character, having these premonitions and that being The Shining. And like that there's
1: I'm, actually nothing shiny in it. Based st- which you would <laughs> which was what you would gather based on the title. <laughs> I feel like it would be okay. See, whatever I initially thought of the shiny, like when I heard about it when I was younger. Like it's like, ooh, like there's some, you know how like in Aladdin, like he goes after the magic lamp. It's like, okay, don't touch that. Mm-hmm. To me, like that's the shining. It's like there's some kind of shiny object or some kind of thing like you're not supposed to go near. And then it's like. Naked lady in the (laughs) top. I'm sorry.
0: And then it's like
1: (laughs) Yeah, but like you touch it or something happens to it and then all hell breaks loose. Like Yeah. I can see that.
0: So this was very different than you anticipated. Yes.
1: I mean I read like, you know, like what I read earlier, you know, just the short summary, kind of what it was. But I mean, back in the day, like, okay, like yeah, it takes place at hotel, like there's something like you're not supposed to touch there. Like, you're not even supposed to be at the hotel in the first place.
0: Okay. As opposed to, like, one of those, this is what we call the thing whenever we have psychic ability.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Interesting. But, yeah, I legit always forget about that. I also... Kind of like you tend to block out everything about horror. um mm-hmm. I block out the fact that he says the words "I have a little boy that lives in my mouth." That description really bothers me, and his name is yeah. Tony. Like I, that's creepy. I don't think it's creepy. I just think it's weird. Like it
1: yeah, well, right. It's like
0: creepy weird. <laughs> like doesn't freak me out at all. Like I think there, there are so many other ways
1: that it could have been done, but it just yeah, it
0: it kind of huh? every time he says it, I'm like, oh, I
1: don't like it. Stephen King probably wrote it. So, so
0: yeah, I forget that he is able to like communicate telepathically with strangers, which I feel like is something we just need to touch base with all children on and say, don't communicate telepathically with strangers. And if you, if you're, Hearing things, please talk to me about it. Maybe that's a conversation we should have with our children. But yeah, I just always forget that that's a thing. Like, whenever I think of The Shining, mm-hmm. I think so much of Jack Nicholson that I c- mm-hmm. and, and uh, Wendy running down the stairs with that knife s- so poorly and with such bad technique that I, yeah. I just <laughs> that exact sound uh, that I
1: just I was kind of holding in for- the handle by two fingers.
0: Yeah, I forget that like <laughs> Danny sees it all play out. You know, I forget yeah. that that's that's a big part of it and it's in his head also that like he's the one that introduces red rum to us red rum and that the first time i watched that i felt like such an idiot because i didn't get why he was saying that until it showed the inverse in the reflection in the
1: mirror <laughs> i was
0: like taylor you idiot
1: <laughs> i remember okay see i remember i knew what red rum was i guess because maybe my, one of my cousins watched it and i think his yeah. aim scream name Screen name. Screen name was like <laughs> red Room with some number after it. Ew.
0: <laughs> Let's all get AOL again. <laughs> that is our second installment of see no evil and our conversation on the shining Shanoa. Are you ready to pass some notes? Heck yes, I am here at shelter. The podcast, we pass notes each week to you, our listeners. We'll check yes about something that's making our lives a little better right now, whether it's a product system, bit of entertainment or a mindset. Or we will check no on something that we wish we could just pass on entirely with the idea that will hopefully save you a little bit of time. Shanoa, are you going to check yes or no this
1: week? I'm going, I would say check no on terrible driving again. This is (laughs) an add-on because I thought of this after we recorded last week's episode. If the light is red, (laughs) you stop. I can't tell you the past couple months even the past couple weeks how many times I have been at a light my light is clearly green it's been green for a good two seconds like I'm just now getting my foot off the brake to put on the gas to accelerate to go and a car comes out of nowhere and runs their red light please stop at a red light and this is after the light has clearly been red this is not like you're trying to beat the yellow light before it turns red and like it turns red when you're in the intersection It has blatantly been read for a good two seconds. So
0: So this is a continuation. This is a part two, kind of like we're doing two very, very solid Halloween things right now. This is a
1: part two of bad
0: driving from our Halloween episode last week. Yes. (laughs) Save Um, lives. Stop at a red light. Save lives. Obey general. Obey
1: general traffic laws. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Now, I mean okay like if oh. your wife's in labor in the passenger seat like i get that but at the same time i feel like if you're gonna run a red light and it's an emergency you need to like honk your horn so like people know to not you know like i think
0: you're being too gracious assuming that there's any positive intent and it's not just like people on their phones also. i know
1: <laughs> probably taylor what are you gonna share with us are you gonna check yes or no
0: i'm gonna check yes this week okay
1: um, I'm going to check yes on
0: a game on my phone. <gasps> I know Taylor it has only, games on her phone. <laughs> literally the only game I have on my phone <laughs> is called two dots and it is not new by any stretch. I heard an episode of the cut on Tuesdays podcast episode, mm-hmm. like a couple of years ago, I think mm-hmm. where they were talking about, um, anxiety. It was an episode about anxiety. I'll try to link it in the show notes an episode about anxiety and they were talking about how like this game was one of their solutions and I was mesmerized so I downloaded it on my phone right away and Mm -hmm. quickly became obsessed with it the whole premise is that you connect the dots like you find dots of matching color and you connect them if you make squares it eliminates all of the dots of the same color
1: so it's a good like kind of mindless relaxation yeah it's a puzzle game so yeah. you
0: get a certain number of tries for each level, and then it takes your lives away. But it is so visually pleasing. And there's little side games within it. Um, there are different, like, levels mm. that have different themes. And it's just cute. Like, it's a cute thing to play. They make little characters out of the dots Shanoa, And so they turn the dots into people. And they have little faces and, and sometimes they'll put like right now because it's fall and we're coming up on Halloween for the month of October, the whole app has been themed as Halloween. So there's like little dots with witch hats on and it's everything. It's so cute. And I like that it's like seasonally updated. Also, mm-hmm. sometimes there's like a side game in there that's a scavenger a scavenger hunt and it takes mm-hmm. you to like the little two dots towns and you have to look for certain, for example, the Halloween one, like potions or masks or, oh my God, there's so much in this game. But even if you just stick to like the main levels, it's mm-hmm. really, really fun. I'll it's very check fun. That out. It's very user-friendly. I'm not going to lie. I am past level 700 on this. Oh like, my gosh. Like I'm mm-hmm. real far on this game and <laughs> I love it. I have never been dedicated to any game and played multiple years of it before this. So big fan, two dots. Well, everyone, that is it for today's episode. If you have questions, comments, opinions, or simply want to share, you can find us on Instagram at shelterthepodcast, where you can also get a heads up on what each week's episode will be about on Mondays with our question of the week. New episodes are released each Wednesday, so be sure to subscribe in your favorite podcasting app to hear the latest episodes, and be sure to leave us a review while you're over there as well. Thank you for listening to Sheltered, the podcast.